Hey guys, it's me Dami, and you are listening to Moisturize Your Elbows. This podcast is your one-stop shop for all my unsolicited advice and opinions. So sit back, relax, moisturize your elbows, and let's get into it. So I'm just going to go ahead and share a pretty shameful thing about me. I am pretty much addicted to TikTok. Oh my goodness, I'm so glad that I've got that off my chest. For those of you who don't know what TikTok is, TikTok is an app where people can share videos of themselves. There are all sorts of videos, ranging from dance videos, to comedy, to lip syncs, to DIY how-tos, to political videos. TikTok has it all. And TikTok just gets me. The algorithm gets me. It knows exactly what I want to see, when I want to see it, and it just knows how to keep me scrolling. It's addictive by design, and honestly, it's actually pretty scary. But one of the biggest trends at the moment on TikTok is where people will do random acts of kindness, and they'll film it, and then they'll share it with their followers. There are various examples of these challenges floating around. For example, there's a Venmo challenge, there's a Cash App challenge. And these challenges just involve people donating money through Venmo or Cash App. And then the influencer will go and do charity work with that money. Like they may take a homeless person for a haircut or buy them lots of food or pay for their groceries, all sorts of things. And I recently saw a video of this guy and he shoved a camera in the homeless man's face and he handed him a hundred dollar note. And there are lots of these types of videos floating around on social media. And something about it just doesn't sit right with me. Whilst it's great to see people doing charity work and it's heartwarming to see vulnerable people being helped, it also seems dehumanizing And I would even go so far to say it's sometimes degrading to watch people post the less fortunate for a few comments or a praise under their post. Imagine you're in a situation where you have no home, no money, you're literally at your lowest and someone offers to buy you a meal or they pay for something to help you out. And then they immediately pull out their phone or camera and they thrust it in your face so they can post on their social media. Watching these posts feels icky. It feels kind of like poverty porn. And seeing all these challenges has got me thinking about modern day charity work and how we as a society can become more effectively altruistic. It's important to consider how we can use our resources to help others the most And the topic of visible charity feeds into this. The more and more I've been thinking about it, the more I've realised the issue is a lot more nuanced than I initially thought it was. The issue is not black or white, and there's not necessarily any approach that's fully good or bad. To begin with, it's worth considering why modern day charity has become more visible to begin with. I'd say that the rise of visible charity mirrors the rise in people posting more on social media in the first place. People are sharing more of their lives than they used to in the past. From our holidays, to any key milestones, to what we're wearing, to even what we're eating or drinking. I know not everyone uses social media to the same level, or even at all, but generally there's been an increase in what we share online. 
our charity work, be it volunteering or donating, is a part of that narrative. It's a part of the narrative of our lives. So it makes sense that we would want to share that online. And we already do this to some level. We already brag in one way or another to a certain degree to our family or our close friends, be it online or in person. After all, what is bragging except enthusiastically oversharing details of your personal life? And in addition, generally there's been a rising what's in it for me mindset. We want to know what we can gain before doing things whether it's a tangible benefit or something more emotional or less palpable, but we want to benefit. So through posting on social media, we seem to have manufactured a reward for charity work, the gratification of being able to prove that you're a good person. Through sharing, we get a virtual pat on the back for doing something good. But is this a good thing? In many ways, it actually is. For example, it inspires others to do more. Through people sharing on social media, it can boost awareness of the charity you support because humans, we just like to imitate each other sometimes. When we see other people posting about things again and again, it's more likely we will subconsciously want to participate. For example, over lockdown, there was a challenge called Run for Heroes, and this was floating around on Instagram. And you would nominate people to run five kilometers and then they would nominate five people and then they would donate five pounds to an NHS charity. This is something that I participated in too. And participants would usually post a picture of themselves to their Instagram story and then they would show that they'd run five kilometers and they donated five pounds and they would tag a further five people. The campaign went quickly viral and it raised millions for the NHS. I'm sure many people were already donating privately. However, this public campaign probably raised way more for the NHS than it could have received otherwise. This is a great example of how posting on social media about charity can encourage other people to do more. In addition, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok can be helpful in alerting audiences about major social issues, especially ones that are going on in other countries that you may not ordinarily have visibility of. These days, through the rise of social media and how easily accessible information is, there is little excuse to say you don't know about world events. But through visible charity and sharing good deeds, people are more likely to be inspired to research more. For example, hashtag NSARS has been really prevalent on social media at the moment. SARS is a special anti-robbery response squad in Nigeria, and it was initially meant to be a special force tackling difficulties that the police could not tackle. But they quickly became a terror squad terrorizing innocent Nigerians, particularly young people. Through posting on social media, people have been sharing what they're donating, who they're donating to, and what's going on. And the NSARS movement has gained more international attention, which is really positive. This is a way that the rise in visible charity can have a positive impact. It also creates more accountability. For example, if you commit to giving a certain amount in fundraising or to run a marathon, you are more likely to do that thing. And when corporations or celebrities pledge to give a certain amount, they have more of a vested interest in doing that thing. 
And also positive affirmations lead to more of that behavior. Nothing feels quite as good as someone actually doing good and getting acknowledgement from other people for that good thing that they did. For example, for the past month, I've been working even crazy hours at work than usual. And I was really doing everything I could to get stuff done. And then after my deals closed, I got some really positive feedback from all the individuals I worked with. The job well done comments received did not take much from the people giving it to me, but it meant a lot to me receiving it. It felt great and it actually made me more inclined to continue seeking that acknowledgement through my behavior and the work I did. I'm sure most people will experience this same feeling. Whether it's through receiving words of affirmation from your friends or your family or your employer, a parallel can be drawn between this feeling and doing charity work. The positive feelings you get when you do charity work is more likely to lead to you wanting to do more of it. This positive feeling is reaffirmed when you receive positive feedback from your friends and family after sharing what you've done. It also creates free marketing and publicity for charities or causes. Every time you publicly donate and share that activity with your social networks, the charity or cause you're giving to is getting free advertising. For example, I support a lot of people's fundraising endeavors on Just Giving or Virgin Giving or other similar platforms. And after I donate, I'm actively encouraged to share the fact I have donated with my social media. However, I rarely do it. More often than not, I will click the decline button. I will not share my charity work with my friends or my family. And many people are the same and they won't share the fact that they have donated. They donate anonymously or in private. But why is this? It's almost as though we are afraid to act generously in public for fear it will make us look bad to others. As though it will look like we are actively seeking to promote ourselves like we are saying, look at me and how generous I am. However, more public philanthropy is needed in our news feeds because it's probably more likely to result in more people donating or a high awareness and ultimately greater progress towards the cause at hand. For example, there was a recent study that looked into the giving patterns on just giving donors. And it found that when donors saw that the donor before them had made a larger donation, it was more likely for them to make a larger donation themselves. This just reflects the social nature of giving and how we are influenced by other people. And ultimately, does it really matter about intentions? As surely outcomes are more important than the intentions themselves. A question that I consider a lot is, can you be altruistic if you are getting recognition? I must admit, I don't have the answer to this. And this is still something I'm working on myself. Whether or not it matters if people show off, the donation or the volunteer work still goes to the same place. People in need still receive the financial support, whether you bragged about it or not. Even if you only volunteered at the soup kitchen just to get a cute selfie for Instagram, at least you are at the soup kitchen. In the grand scheme of things, sharing your donations and charity work doesn't affect the process. And surely what's important is that the cause or the charity still benefits. So why does visible charity matter? 
Social media has begun to corrupt our minds and make us believe that we have to share every aspect of our lives online and somehow this validates our actions. This can be detrimental because it leads to us thinking we're not good enough or can cause us to live our lives actively and only for social media posts. And it's also worth thinking about how it impacts on your approach to charity and in turn, the effectiveness of it. There's an important distinction to be made between spreading awareness with the right intentions and showing off your good deeds or donating money or volunteering. When you show off your charitable acts just to make yourself feel better or even to make others feel guilty for not doing the same, the question of the ethics comes into play. Is a good deed done if nobody sees it? Does it really count? These are important questions to ask yourself. Visible charity also sometimes leads to oversaturation. Have you ever wondered why your first Instagram or Facebook post about your holiday, graduation, wedding, your new job or any other significant event in your life tends to get more likes and interaction than the second or the third post? It's because the first time people read about it, it's still new and interesting. But at some point after reading about the same thing, maybe they get bored or annoyed or even jealous. Rightly or wrongly, the same thing happens with charity work. It's important to think about saturation levels and your ability to make an impact. It also leads to people not really thinking about the problem. And constantly being asked to donate for a cause or a marathon or a trip and such like. And I always used to do so without fail. These are people I care about, so I always wanted to help them out. And I get to give to charity at the same time. It felt like killing two birds with one stone. However, I've realised that often I was donating without actually really thinking about what I'm donating for. It's important to really look about what the problem is. What are you donating to? And is this the best approach to achieve the desired outcome? And then not every problem can be your problem. I was recently having a conversation with a close friend and he told me that when it came to social or political issues, he picks and chooses his battles. And I'm not going to lie, when he first said it, it sounded like a bit of a cop-out to me, or justifying being a bystander. However, as I've begun increasingly focusing on my mental health and prioritising it, I've realised that not every problem can be my problem. We have a limited bandwidth to deal with all the things that we are already required to do just to live our lives. So it's important not to spread yourself too thin. There are certain situations where I must admit it really is important to speak out. I do believe that silence can amount to complicity and be dangerous in itself. But you don't always have to know about or have an opinion on everything. It's important to try and do the most good that you can do. In order to effectively achieve this, it's often important to really consider what you spend your time doing and who and what you give to. Oftentimes, this rise of visible charity has also led to this rise of clicktivism, which is where people feel they have contributed or are involved in charity work just because they've clicked on the thumbs up icon, because they've liked the post. But the like button should not stand in for meaningful connections and engagement. 
it's important to not just like the post, but to take it one step further in some form. But what this step further amounts to depends on you, your skill set, your resources and what you want to focus on. But it's something that it's worth thinking about. So what should we do instead? First of all, I think the most important thing to do is to analyse your motivations. Firstly, we need to ask ourselves, why am I doing this? I genuinely don't believe that any act can be truly selfless but we still have to be intentional about our good deeds. At what point does posting about your good deeds become more about your own validation rather than the cause? I don't know, and I don't think it's for people to judge each other either, but I really like to check in with myself about my motivations on pretty much everything. I've always been a very busy person, but last year it really got to the point where I just didn't have any time just even to sit down and breathe and catch my breath. So a question I would ask myself before agreeing to do anything extra was, would I still do it if I couldn't post about it on social media or tell any of my friends or family about it? Would it still be something I wanted to do if no one else could see it? This question might not work for you or all the situations you find yourself in, but it's a good starting point. It's a good way of deciding why you want to do the things you do. It's important to carry on doing charity work even when it's not something you can post about. We then need to decide which issues we want to focus on and what we want to spend our time and our money on and then invest in those and do those few things really, really well. And also, it's important to bear in mind that consent matters always. Think about who you're exposing by being more visible with your charity. That homeless person you took a video of is still a human. Did you ask to take that video? Did you ask if you could post it? Do not use someone else's bad experience as a situation to make yourself look better. And then lastly, consider whether you're actually being effective or just performative. Oftentimes when we claim to be spreading awareness, no one is actually doing anything about the issues at hand. For example, I often see these posts that they don't offer any way to donate or contribute or they don't offer a potential solution to the problem. And this just reinforces the idea that no one's actually doing anything about the issues, including the poster. This is probably my biggest issue with visible charity. Not everything is conducive for a Facebook or an Instagram post. Often some of the things that are the most effective are the things that need to be done behind the scenes and don't make for the most heartwarming posts. Make sure you're actually doing the things that need to be done rather than just the things that feel good for you or look good for other people to see. This is where research becomes really important. Really look into what you're doing and what's the best thing for you to do. For example, it may feel really good to give to a homeless person and give them a few pounds. You get that instant feel-good moment, but that may not be the best and most effective thing to do. So that brings me to the end of this episode of Moisturize Your Elbows. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
I know this topic is probably one that most people are going to have an opinion on, so it'll be really great to hear your thoughts. Over the past few weeks, I've had some really interesting conversations with people about my podcast episodes, so please feel free to reach out to me at Moisturize Your Elbows on Instagram. I'm sure this topic is going to feature again in a different context in the future. Don't forget to tune in next week Friday for another episode. Next week, I'm going to be joined by some guests and we're discussing the topic of growing old gracefully and if there's a correct way to adult. It's going to be so good. But until then, don't forget to moisturize your elbows.